if I was a caged animal and someone was like, you can only do this for the rest of your life, I'd be like, well, I'm okay. Can I go like over here now? Like I I'm good. I don't really want to do that, you know? Welcome to the Blue Rose Podcast, where we empower and inspire young women to live authentic and excitable lives. From authors and everyday athletes to business owners and wellness educators, I chat with people in all phases of their journey and take a look at what it means for them to take control of their lives. Let's build a community and do totally awesome things. I'm your host, Becca Blue Rose. It's like really pumped up to do this podcast and I was like, great, I have three hours in the car. I'm going to record some super good podcasts. But honestly, people in Utah drive like maniacs. Uh, it's just like city drivers, honestly. I I just cannot keep up with them. Like the speed limits are so aggressive compared to Oregon. What, like our speed limit, our speed limit on like a normal highway is like 50 and here it's like 70 but people go like 90 because 20 miles over the speed limit is essentially normal um and like i i am not equipped for that i i just have not experienced driving like that um so i um yeah it's not in my comfort zone to say the least so trying to also just really pay attention but anyways that's not why we're here so something i've been thinking about a lot is this idea that everyone tells us we have to do one thing right like you can either be mediocre at five things or you can be exceptional at one thing um if you pick more than one thing then you're most likely going to be half-assing most of the things that you're doing because your energy is not focused on the one thing. And so I've been talking to my good friend about this because her and I are both, are, we're kind of in the same position of like working to grow our businesses and trying to like be obsessed with one thing. And that's all great. But then when you think about it, you're like, okay, but like, I still want my health and fitness. I still want to be able to um, make an income because obviously right now with a business, her and I are both not making income. Well, I guess that's not obvious to you guys, but we're really not making any income. And so we're like, okay, but we also need to be able to make income and sleep and and all these things. And so I was really ruminating on this for a bit because I was just like, this, this cannot be true. Like it cannot be true that you have to focus on one thing all the time because if that was the case all of these like podcasters that are authors that are ultra runners like that wouldn't be able to happen I don't think and so I was dissecting this and I was like you know what I I don't think it has to work like that where you always have to pick one thing I think it's you have to pick one thing until that habit becomes like so ingrained in you that you don't have to think about it. So for example, for me, the first year, so this year that I decided to run a marathon, 
that kind of was my sole focus. Like all of my energy was, I need to go to sleep early. I need to get enough water. I need to be eating right. I need to be not missing workouts. I need to be like mentally available to be able to train for this marathon properly, right? And so because training for a marathon was not something that was like ingrained in me, you know, I hadn't consistently ran in a long time. I really did need to focus on it. And like at the beginning, training was hard and running every day or running five days a week, whatever was difficult for me. And I, I really did have to put emphasis on like, okay, this is where my mental energy needs to go. Like this goal is where my mental energy needs to go. And so like a lot of my day revolved around, am I going to get my run in? Like, especially on the weekends, like on Saturdays when I had long runs, like that was the goal. I had like 16 miles to run, 20 miles to run. That was the goal. And so until that becomes a habit, yes, I think like that needs to be my sole focus. But then I, like after I ran my marathon, I was like, but now I want to train for an ultra marathon. Now I want to keep training for marathons because I had so much fun. And so then it becomes, well, I can't just only focus on marathon training for the rest of my life. Like I'd get nothing done in my career. And so I, that kind of got me thinking of like, now that it's been a year and it's been like a year of really consistent running like I really don't have to think about like there's never really a day that I need to convince myself to go for a run I really am good at not spending time in that the gap of like debating going for a run even on days that I don't want to go for a run like that period of like I really don't want to go is so short now because I know I'll feel better afterwards and it's the same with nutrition it's the same with sleep like there's so many things that go along with marathon training that I was like, okay, I have most of this ingrained into me. And like, it doesn't take a lot of mental energy for me to go do it. And like, yes, it takes time, but I don't have to make a decision anymore. Like it's not a decision for me to go do those things. And so now I come into like the end of the year, next year, like my podcast is kind of my sole focus, like where I want to put energy And again, people are like, yeah, you need to focus on one thing. And I'm like, but I want to run marathons and I want to do podcasting and I need to make an income. Right. And so then I was like, yeah, but now that this marathon thing is a habit and again, yes, it takes time. Great. Like it doesn't take a lot of mental energy, but now all my mental energy is kind of focused on the podcast and what needs to move that forward. And so I feel like you only need to focus so heavily on one thing until it becomes a habit. So another example of this is if you're someone that doesn't really ever exercise, but you want to start that habit, like that's going to take a lot of mental energy. That is going to take practice for you to get in a consistent routine to be able to go do those things. And so that needs to be your focus. Like, yeah, you can have your job, you can have your friends, whatever. But like, if that's your goal, then everything you do needs to you need to ask yourself is this going to move me closer to my goal of 
being someone that goes to the gym on a regular basis or goes to yoga on a regular basis, whatever activity you're trying to do on a regular basis, like, is this decision going to help me or hinder me? And you need to ask yourself that. And maybe it takes, you know, six months for that to become like a really ingrained habit. Maybe it takes a year, but however long it takes you, like that needs to be the sole focus until it's something that like you genuinely don't have to think about it. Like you are someone that gets out of bed every morning, no matter what, because you identify as someone that goes to the gym every morning and that's that. And as soon as it stops taking up your mental energy, I think that's when you can then decide, okay, I'm going to work on something else. Because again, like I love podcasting and I, I want to see success within my podcast, but I also know that there's another part of me that wants to be an author one day and another part of me that like sees myself owning this business. And so it's like, okay, like I can't focus on all three of those things at once, but eventually like if I take a year and my sole focus is podcasting, then I think like maybe by then I'll have made enough momentum and I'll have gotten to a place where, okay, I have all my systems in place and I can take some mental energy off of this activity and put it towards writing a book. And I don't know, I'm saying a year as like a time frame. Wow. Saying a year as like a time frame because in my mind, that gives you a substantial amount of time to make that habit a thing and to really move forward in that goal. So when you move on to something else, you already have so much momentum in that other thing that you don't like that doesn't necessarily take the foot off the gas if you're shifting some of your energy into something else. And again, we have different phases of life. So this idea that we have to focus on one thing all the time, I also just don't agree with that because I I really get a lot of my creative energy from outside activities. I get so much inspiration and creativity for the podcast by going running. I get so much inspiration from going outside, going hiking, doing things with people, having conversations. So I get, that is where I build up and that is where I get my creative energy from. And so if I'm solely focused, like locked down on one thing, like locked down on the podcast, I genuinely don't get anything done and I'm not inspired and I'm not creative because I'm boxing myself in to one thing and I can't grab ideas and grab inspiration from other people. Like this podcast was inspired by a conversation that I had with my friend. And so if I was so locked down and unavailable to what exists outside of me, then I would not be able to have conversations like this. And I'm really starting to realize that because I, I am, tr- I was trying to do the whole sit your ass down and just focus on one thing and blinders like that is it. Now, I think that there's something to that. I think like putting your blinders on and being like, great, I am focusing on this one thing in front of me and that's it. I think that's amazing. But I think you cannot, at least in my experience, I cannot 
lock myself away and like have no interaction with anyone and absolutely no distractions because distractions inspire me. And as much as people will say, like, I have people in my life that will tell me my friends are a distraction and I need to be using my time elsewhere. Um, a lot of the things I love to do, like running or reading or whatever, are just like distractions and like I need to use my time more wisely. And I get that, but I'm not that person. Maybe you are someone that like needs zero distractions, needs silence, needs absolute focus in your study all day by yourself alone great if that's you get after it and do it the way that works for you but for me and I think a lot of people we thrive off of other people and we get inspiration from other things and other people and so for me I have found that that does not work for me and this idea that we have to solely focus on one thing just doesn't work for me and so I my advice on this is number one figure out the one thing that you want to focus on more than anything else. So you can have like a goal maybe in each area of your life or like something that you want to be doing, but there needs to be one thing that like kind of takes precedence over everything else. That means like on a day that you get super swamped and you're busy and you're tired, like that thing is going to be the thing that gets done no matter what and you have to spend some time, you need to do some self-reflection, you need to decide what is that thing for me, like what is the, the one thing, like when I meditate comes into my mind all the time, when I am out and about, I'm like, oh, I just want to do that, I wish I could do that, the thing that is on your heart and your mind the most, focus there, start there, and just give it six months, like assign six months of focus to an area that you really, really want to grow. Because let's be real, guys, like they say it takes 30 days to make something a habit, which yeah, I think that's true. I just stopped drinking coffee for the last 90 days of this year. And to be honest, like the first two weeks, I was like, wow, I really want a coffee. And now I, I actually did a little test the other day. And I had a sip of coffee and I was like, oh my God, my stomach hurts so bad and I am repulsed and I really did not want coffee, which is, I know, so unlike me, but it took like a good two, three weeks for me to like adjust to that new habit and for, for my body to get used to it. And so, yes, it does. The people say that, I don't know who the people are, but the people that say that it takes 30 days to form a new habit. I do agree with that, but I also think that 30 days is not enough time to create enough consistency and momentum to where you can move on to something else. I think that that's a great start, but like, if you're gonna do 30 days, might as well do 60 days, and if you're gonna do 60 days, might as well do 90 days, and if you're gonna do 90 days, might as well do six months. Because six months, I feel like, is a really good chunk of time where you can trial and error what you're doing, you can really adjust because let's like, if you first start out with a goal, like say your goal is to go to the gym more or to eat healthier or to drink more water. I don't know. These are just like the goals I always think of. I don't know. Maybe you want to be a potter, whatever. You have to remember that like, you're going to have to adjust your process as you go 
and realize that like, okay, maybe I'm going to go for a run today, but like, oh, my running shoes are super uncomfy and I didn't like this outfit and I didn't drink enough water. So you're going to have to trial and error. Like how much fuel do I need to power me through this workout, this run? How much, like what time of day do I work out best? Like, do I like working out in the morning? Do I like working out in the afternoon? Am I an evening workout person? Like, do I like eating before I work out or does it make me too full and it makes me feel tired when I work out? Do I like, do I drink enough water before I'm working out? Am I hydrated enough? How much sleep is enough sleep for me to make this happen? And obviously you, if you try to figure all of that out within like the 30 days, you're going to overwhelm yourself. If you're like, okay, got to like figure this out. Then I got to figure this out. Like that is going to overwhelm you so much. The first step is to just like start and then after you have the habit, like the imperfect habit, after 30 days, then you start playing around. Then you're like, okay, so I've been doing this for a while now. I feel confident enough that I can change around what time I go to the gym. I feel confident enough that I can start trying to understand how I can better feel when I'm working out, like fueling myself. And that's the key right there is like, yeah, 30 days created the habit, but more create like more time then creates the consistency and the flexibility to be able to play with that habit and make it even more enjoyable than it was because these things that we're trying to do really don't have to be unenjoyable we just have to be willing to trial and error what we like and what works for us because what works for Tina down the street isn't going to work for you everybody is so different and like how we operate how we focus what we focus best on like whether you focus in a community environment whether you focus alone whether you want to run in groups whether you want to go to the gym with your best friend like all of that stuff is so different like for example i don't love going to the like doing workouts with other people i love going to workout classes but when i am like going to the gym monday through friday in the mornings, I really do just like to go to, with myself. Now, granted, sometimes it's nice to have a friend like, oh, like we'll be at the gym together, but we do different things because we don't have the same goals. And that's kind of nice because it's accountability, but you're doing different things. So you could start there. But I just want to remind everybody that like your goals are different than the person next to you. So don't go follow someone else's routine so quickly like before you give yourself the chance to be flexible and try out your own routine and like see what you like. So that's like a really big first kind of two steps of like figure out what you want to focus on and then give yourself enough time that you can focus on that goal and make it flexible and make it to how you want it to be because these things can be enjoyable. And number three is just like kind of work your way down from there and understand, okay, after this first thing, that's like the most important thing for me, what is next? Like what, what goals do I want to continue to have in my life? Even if I'm working on this other thing. And so for me, like, like I said, right now, my goal is my podcast. And then I want to continue on the goal that I worked on last this year, which is running. And so you can look at that and just think of it as like goal stacking over the year or like habit stacking kind of, but like in a long form way of like, 
okay, great. So this year, you take an entire year, take six months, you get your habit of going to the gym, of eating healthy, like you get that habit so ingrained in yourself. And then the next year, that's still a habit that you want to make sure you commit to. But like, it's so much easier to commit to it now. And then you can add another habit on top of it. And maybe that's your priority that everything else falls around. I also just want to say that these don't have to be really big things. They can be really small things that make an inc- like a very impactful difference in your life. And I think that's where we go wrong sometimes is we think that all of the time when we set goals or we want a new habit, they have to be this like these huge lofty things that we accomplish, but really it could just be as simple as like waking up 30 minutes earlier, which gives you 30 more minutes to go to the gym every day. It could be as simple as going to sleep a little bit earlier because you know you wake up and you're tired and you're tired of feeling tired throughout the day. Being tired all day is like tiring. Um, It could be as simple as like getting a different pair of running shoes because your feet hurt whenever you go on walks and you want to go on more walks so you should make it more comfortable for yourself. It could be like adding $50 to your monthly income. I don't know, like I'm literally just making random things up right now. I don't have like any specific things that I'm really thinking about, but I just also want to remind you that it doesn't have to be these like huge goals. It it could just be something so small that you implement into your life. And like in turn, it'll probably make a big difference down the line. The thing about consistency within these habits is that something that was hard in January of 2023 won't necessarily be as hard by December of 2023. You you just have to give yourself time and you have to be consistent. And so like if you're starting a business, if you're starting a new project, obviously the first month of that project is going to be the most hard because you have to like put all these systems in place. You're learning how to do these things. You're learning new skills. You don't know how to do all of this stuff yet. So that first period is going to be really hard, but eventually things will get easier and easier and easier. And so that's kind of my thought on the fact that we don't necessarily have to pick one thing. We just have to pick one thing until it becomes consistent. And it's not, there's not as much friction within the habit because if we were to pick one thing forever, like we just wouldn't get anything else done. And let's be honest, we're humans and we're multi-passionate creatures and we like to do different things. And I think there's a beauty in doing different things. Like if I was a caged animal and someone was like, you can only do this for the rest of your life, I'd be like, well, I'm okay. Like, can I just, can I go like over here now? Like I, I'm good. I don't really want to do that, you know? Um, I like that we can pivot and we can change our minds. And the beauty of deciding something and giving it enough time is that then you also can decide if that's something you really don't want to do. If you give something six months, if you give it a year and you're like, you know what, this simply is not for me. Like I've tried, I've been consistent and you give it your all, you give it your best shot. Then you know that that thing isn't for you. And like, it can go out of your mind and you can stop being like, oh, like, I wish I could do that thing. Or I wish I wanted to do that thing or you know, I wish I was more consistent or better at that thing, you would just know that, okay, that thing is not for me and go go down the, the next to do. Honestly, I think this period in our life is really about trying new things, testing them out, trying them on for like, for 
for looks, I guess. Trying them on for looks, for better, for lack of a better way to say that. But like, just trying different things on and seeing how they feel, and then being okay if, if you know, you you decide that 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 thing is not for you, and be okay with it and move on. Because one thing that is really, one thing that I will say, my last tip for this is be careful which goals you adapt that are someone else's goals. Because I think especially in the era that we live in with social media being so present, I highly recommend doing a very strong digital detox and a lot of self-reflection and like meditation and really connect with yourself before you decide which thing you wanna pursue for the next six months because it's so easy to look at other people and look at the habits that they're forming. Like it's same for me with like marathon training. It's, it could be so easy for someone to look at me and be like, I want to train for a marathon, but really, what if you really don't? And like, you're just saying that because like, it's some, you know, it's something I did, but like, what are you passionate about? And do you know what you're passionate about? Do you know what is really tugging on you and like what you really want to try to do because if you don't know you need to start there and you need to like not look at what anyone else is doing for like a week and just really sit with yourself and understand which which things do I really want to do and which things am I just like inspired by but don't necessarily need to act on myself that's the question I'm gonna leave with you guys today really ask yourself that question is this my goal or is this someone else's goal that I think is mine? Or is it something that someone thinks I should do? Because if it's something that someone thinks you should do, well, you guys know I hate the word should. And I think that we should all toss it out of the window. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope you guys resonated with this episode. Um, if you did, I would really appreciate it if you guys could take a few minutes, head over to Apple Podcasts and give me a review. That would mean the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you could share this with a friend who you might think needs it. Uh, Again, I really appreciate you guys being here. I really appreciate you giving me your time and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Blue Rose Podcast. Have thoughts or suggestions? Don't hesitate to call into the hotline. And please remember to hit that subscribe button, share this episode with a friend, and sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss an episode. Let's get out there and get uncomfy today. Lots of love. Bye.